Good morning, everybody. You are listening to Gabby here this Thursday. And yes, I am on a Thursday, but I'm here because I have a treat for you guys. I'm here this morning with Mr. Mark Jones. Welcome. Yeah, thank you, Gabby. It's great to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, thank you. So what do you think of Inspire Radio so far? Yeah, I just had a, a tour. I'm just amazed at just the number of people involved, the volunteers. This is a, a hive of activity and it's great to see so many people being able to come in and learn new skills and be engaged. Yeah. So it's like a big family and good community. Yeah. We are definitely a family. We are, we are we are very close and we do we look after each other. But everyone that walks through this door, it is a hype of activity. There's always something going on um, and a lot of events. We always had events. <laughs> but anyway, what I'm going to do is quickly is go through is just asking. So you're, you're running as a member for Warmbra. What do you love about your community? Yeah, so this community, so I live in Port Kennedy at the moment, but I, I worked in Quinana as a town planner about 20 years ago. So when I was working there, you know, I used to flick through the local paper and see all the, the real estate ads and the lovely beach down here at Warnborough. So my wife and I moved here in the late 90s, actually, and bought a house and, and just love the whole coastal community, you know, it's such a beautiful beaches and relaxed atmosphere. So we lived a couple of years and then we actually moved to Bunbury where I took a job offer down there, but we got drawn back to this area. So mm. after seven years, we came back and we've now got a house in Port Kennedy. I'm sorry, our air conditioning sounds like a plane's oh. going <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, no, that's... So, so, but it's more than that. Like now we've got four children and we've been involved with a lot of sporting and groups and clubs and societies. So we're a member of our local church. But, you know, our kids have played everything from basketball to netball to... Um, gymnastics and, and all those types of activities. So being mm. involved with a lot of those sporting clubs, meeting lots of great people and it's just a, a fantastic place to raise a family and to... So yeah. it's home. Yeah, it is home. It's home, yeah. that's we, right. Yes. So <laughs> that's awesome. So I love that you're a town planner for the city of Quinana. That's where I live right now. Oh, so yeah. I live in one of the oldest suburbs of Quinana in Callista. I think my house was born uh, was built in 1959. Yeah, well, it's a very well laid out town, you know. Margaret yeah. Philman did all the planning for it. So yeah. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. So local business has taken quite a few hits this year. How would you like to see local business be supported? Yeah, so local business does employ a lot of people and especially in in Rockingham you know where you know retail especially but so the Liberal government have got a great initiative they're actually looking at trying to have a, a rebate on payroll tax so businesses with a payroll between a million and 1.5 they'll actually get the whole 100% and so that will save them about $30,000 a year and then I think up to businesses for 3 million payroll it will taper off so that money can be reused to invest in the business can be used to you know employ more casuals and things like that. So I think that's a really good move just to support local business. I was going to say, like, so you, you live in the area, you speak to a lot of local business. Do they say to you, this is a concern for us? Yeah, I guess the government's done a good job supporting lots of areas I, I just felt local business wasn't it wasn't yeah it yeah didn't get a lot of benefits so this would be great if it can go ahead awesome so employment has been a huge concern for those who have lost their jobs this year what do you believe needs to be implicated to increase local jobs for local people yeah so we do that's a big push um, both the city and the government has is to create more local jobs and i really feel like instead of just subdividing more residential land that we're actually creating land they're employment generators so we've got some land at the back of port kennedy the business park there that's earmarked to go for more sort of light industrial commercial mm. even the new suburbs you know we've come up we're looking the city's looking at doing a structure plan in there having more employment generating businesses and things in there so it's local because at the moment a lot of people have to you know travel to, to work outside of the city so i think it'd be great to have more local jobs and um 
and just opportunities for people to live locally. And and are you finding that's a concern of everybody at the moment? Especially yeah, well, since COVID? Yeah, COVID, but also in the past where people had to work away, f- you know, further from their families as well, like FIFO workers and, and things as well. So COVID's been an interesting space. Like I think it's a bit of an artificial bubble scene, like the government has offered a lot of, you know, assistance mm. with JobKeeper and JobSeeker. So, you know, hopefully, you know, it does show good economic recovery. I think we're, we're, we're getting that. I um, think it's a concern yeah, of definitely. everyone in the future of um, in, in some way or another, the, the money has to come back. In, in some form or another so yeah. I know that down the track I always wonder how will the future generations pay for what has happened, happened. you know and it's, it is a constant concern um, just just on that I mean there's a couple of businesses you know people are in events and mm. and tourism and you know even travel industries and things so they've heard a lot so it's how we, we help them out yeah, absolutely sure. which is why we started this radio station <laughs> as well um, we'll do one more question and then we'll go to a break because I'm going to get them to turn this air conditioning off because <laughs> I think it sounds like there's a plane going over the top of us um, you say in your bio that you believe that the state government has, an un- has been unfair with our $850 increase in household bills what would you suggest can be done to combat and ease the pressure on families right now? Yeah, so the Liberal government's got a good policy, I think, to really provide choice, especially like they've done for gas, um, is for the electricity market as well. Yeah. So I think that'll drive prices down because it's more competitive. So that's one way. And, yeah, um, that's probably the main one at the moment. But hopefully there's there's just more ways to reducing taxes and helping families. Like rather than just a one-off reduction, I think we want it to reduce, you know, everyday sort of things. I know, and it's good. I mean, it was great to get some credit on our on our power bill. I won't lie. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's it's and then it's the other bills that come in as well. It's it's like it's combated. You know, you got your rates, you've got your, your all your utility bills, you've got your gas, you've got your power, you've got. I mean, car registration is a huge one. Um, I cannot believe how expensive car registration mm. is. Yeah, that's that's right. the one that always seems to hurt me the most. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, please don't come in the mail. <laughs> But um, it would be good to see how families... I know there's a lot out there struggling at the moment. Um, We're going to go to a song um, and we'll be back shortly. And so I'm going to play a little song for you right now. And that's You're the Voice, John Farman. And we are back, listeners. It is 20 to 10 here at Inspire Radio. And I am joined this morning by Mr Mark Jones. And we've been having a little bit of chat about um, local business and employment in the area and, yeah, just basically why you love your community and so i would like to now say go on to you would like to see more police in our community how do you feel that will impact on crime rates within the area and how will it be funded for sure i think there's a couple of issues here like the area where i'm representing like Woodbury, port kennedy secret harbour golden bay singleton carnap they're really between rockingham and quinana they're the, the two police stations so you know i really hear there's a need you know in regard to patrols and and the response times are sometimes you know longer than expected so i, I guess there's i feel there's a need for not only more police which the state government has you know allocated funds to increase the police but i guess as long as they can become here and and there's extra patrols people really uh, yeah, not feeling safe in their communities all the time no. you know and i guess that's what's the reason why why crime's caused and you know like people are you know on drugs and and desperate for money that's a lot of it and so crimes are a bit more brazen even during the day and things so so having i guess more patrols but even i guess more services that you know why are people committing these crimes i really want to focus on on that as well the question about funding i think the government has done pretty well recently in regard to getting more of our fair share of the gst from the federal government so that was like another three billion dollars 
So hopefully, you know, that can continue to fund the police. And, uh, you know, also our mining royalties are really good at the moment. So I think financially our state's in a, in a good position and to be able to fund more police, definitely. And would you consider then maybe that we need to look at certain hotspots of crime? So I know um, just from my own experience from, from being on chat pages, um, <laughs> and I'm, I, I read them like the newspaper sometimes because there's always something going on, um, the, the train stations always seem to be a hotspot. Yeah, for, I mean, people's cars getting damaged, uh, assaults. Um, youth that are just uh, – I know recently there was a big problem with youth in the area really misbehaving um, in violence, you know. It was just really – Yeah, so, again, you know, I guess the reasons, you know, why are these people committing these crimes, you know, we've got what's broken down in our society, you know, mm. the families and even respect, you know, for, for elderly people. And so, so I think, you know, like CCTV is more prevalent. More people have it at their homes and the city's got some mobile TV they can move around. But really that's, again, a bit preventative but reactionary. But I think as a community, you know, you can see that working together. More and more people are – you know, like looking out for their neighbours and, and trying to help if something does go missing mm. or if there are crimes. So, yeah, it's it's a hard um, situation. You know, I just really feel for, for the people who are, you know, committing the crimes but also that those are people are affected because it does affect you, you know, when you're... Yeah, yeah. and it's good for community to be connected as well. So um, okay, so you recently attended the Invisible Illnesses Open Day. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the... Invi- sorry, the Invisible Illness building is really close here to Inspire Radio and Michelle Greenwood, I actually went on behalf of Nick Garan, um, but it really opened my eyes. You know, I heard a little bit about it, but it was great to hear the stories of what these people have gone through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I guess just people not believing that they are sick, you know, it's this invisible illness mm-hmm. that it doesn't look like a normal illness and how they struggle every day. Um, you know, they might feel great one day and not the other. So that's hard to keep a regular job. It's even hard for people in their family to understand, you know, what they're going through. So one is, you know, getting the right diagnosis and treatment, but also that support services. So they've got a really good group where they, you know, they mainly volunteers again, where they where they support each other, they encourage each other, they advocate. And I think for me, yeah, it's a lot about more community education in that area where, mm. you know, these people are going through a lot and, um, you know, we need to, you know, we, we can't understand what they're going through sometimes. So it's, it's really... Um, yeah, like I just hats off to them what, what they are doing and how they're really helping a lot of people out there going through those illnesses. So. Well, they actually have an event this Sunday, I believe, yep, in at when we will actually be broadcasting live from there from Wellard Hall in Casarina for the Invisible Illness Markets. Oh, very so good, yeah. it's really, really exciting. I think they're running that as a weekly thing at the moment or a monthly thing, so absolutely fantastic. And it's something in our society that we are becoming more aware of, especially here in Spire Radio, is people's mental health and well-being. And in saying that, um, how important is it that mental health and well-being is made a priority? Yeah, definitely. Like, again, that sort of stems from, from the invisible and all this, you know, where mental health, depression and, again, people think sometimes, you know, we're a bit too um, proud sometimes to want to get help mm. and, and to admit that we're not going so well and people hide that and sometimes we wear a bit of a mask. So, you know, again, that's having people close in your life where you can really share you know, that we're all struggling sometimes and, and how we can get help for that. I think that's really important. It's not just um, trying to do it, you know, yourself or, mm. or trying to then 
mask it in different ways that's hurting to other people or yourself as well. So do you, I, yeah. you feel like maybe we've graduated in the sense of, um, in a way from when, I, I don't know. Like no, the stigma, you mean? Like the, yeah, like let's say, okay, I would have gone back when my, my father was younger, you know, 50-odd years ago, and if he had gone to his own father and said, Dad, I'm struggling, he would have been told, hey, you know, son, you yeah, know, you, right. you need to up, toughen sort of up and get on with it. And now we're we're saying no, open up and talk about it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. And and you know the the are you okay days and it's okay not to be okay mm. and and um, you know more and more, especially men as well. I think that's harder. We're meant to be, you know, this you know solid rock and for our families and and it's okay sometimes to admit, hey, we we don't have it all together or we need help. So I that's think that right. that's a big step. And there's a lot of great organisations out there where we can phone and 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 get that right help as well you mm. know. which makes us on to the next question how would you like to see our most vulnerable helped in the community i like out like our homeless yeah for sure that's um yeah it certainly saddens me when you see people out there um not having a home and and you know it's it's not an easy fix i mean i think providing housing is one thing and you know with low thresholds and, and social housing and and getting people a roof over their head, I think that is very important. But also having those wraparound services to, to give people that hand up, you know, to get... Um, we just had a report back through the city, you know, a lot of these people who are sleeping rough, you know, they're not getting the, the medication they need because they can't store it or they can't get it regularly. So mm. getting those things, getting extra skills in their training, you know, getting employment and, and helping them even run a house, I think, because if, they've, if they haven't had one for a while, you know, they could yeah. just end back up where they were. So it's 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 a long process and it's a hard process, but it's I think it's people coming alongside and really um, yeah giving someone a hand. And it's do you think it's also important that we support the organisations out there who are helping these people as well? I mean, like I mean, says I would toot our own horn here, but one thing we're doing here in Inspire Radio is we are collecting for the homeless. We will be distributing furniture to people's homes um, who are doing it tough. We are just hooked up with um, Ange and her daughter Harmony who are making up back. So we're taking in stuff for her and they're going out and they're distributing to all the homeless people. And I mean, not Harmony's nine years old and she's yeah, clicked right. to what, you know, that these people need help. And it's, do you think it's important that our governments yeah, support, support these, yes. support these organisations that are doing this? Yes, for sure. Yeah. And I've been involved with, you know, like the Salvation Armies and, and the crew and Soul Soup. You know, it's great that we've got so many local organisations mm. in, in Rockingham and people with a just a caring heart just to help these, these like people. Like our own ambassador, Mr. Owen Farmer. <laughs> He's our heart. Um, so how, uh, what is it you love most about Rockingham? Well, as I said before, just, you know, it's we just live in such a beautiful coastal area, you know, when you go down to the beach and you look at the Shoalwater Marine Park, you know, you can paddle your kayak to Seal Island and yeah. Penguin Island. And so that's what it drew me here. But what's kept us here is is the people, you know, it's such a diverse range of people from, from young to families to old. And, you know, if you don't really need to go anywhere else. I mean, I've travelled a, a lot, you know, my wife's from the US and, you know, we could live anywhere, but... We really just feel this is such a great lifestyle, such it's just, you know, really genuine people that live in Rockingham and, and we love it and um, it's a great place to, yeah, bring up our children and hopefully they can stay here as well if they get, you know, employment and jobs. And yeah, absolutely. Really do that. How would you support Rockingham as a tourism hotspot? Yeah, we don't really want to tell everyone to. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there is there is um, scope to have a bit more eco-tourism, you know, mm -hmm. some sort of sensitive extra accommodation for tourists. Um, 
But we're so close to Perth. So I think we're, we're just, you know, a lot of day trippers come to Rockingham. There's been some figures recently, even, you know, like Mandra. Um, people are stopping now in Rockingham because they used to just, you know, keep driving, driving yeah. past. So this rediscover Rockingham and, and just the just the beauty that yep. we have. Um, so rather than just build more things, I think it's, you know, experience what we've already got in this beautiful environment. Oh, we've got some great things down here. I will admit, though, a few months ago I was at the um, down at the Rockingham Foreshore there and I'm getting some breakfast in the morning. And that's one of the best things on a Sunday morning is to go to the Foreshore. You go to the Palm Beach Cafe or you go to any of the cafes on that strip there near Sunsets, grab a feed. And um, anyway, I was there with my nieces and my daughter and, and the next minute they come up and they said, Mum, there's a snake on the beach. And we were like... No, there's no. not. Like, and there was, there was an actual snake. Just, but it was brilliant because the people of Rockingham were leaving it alone. Someone had called a snake catcher, but there was a snake just making his way along the beach. Even he was like, "This is fantastic." I'll just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty rare. I mean, we've been down there Sunday afternoon. You know, go for a swim with the kids, and then all those cafes along the foreshore. Yeah, yeah you can grab a bite to eat. And a it's drink great. And you got stingrays down there. The, the the you know the ecosystem is still there, yeah, which yeah. is fantastic. But I, I I just surprised why so many people live in the northern suburbs of Perth. You know, you go to the beaches there and they're pretty plain and ordinary yeah and here we've got such variety i know it's like an us and them thing isn't it and it doesn't need to be <laughs> what are some of the most raised concerns you have been approached with i think crime is the biggest one and just people feeling safe that which we've touched on before yep. i mean the other ones was the um the train station in Carnup, which you know we has been delayed so i'm really fighting for that because i think a lot of people have moved into the areas around secret harbour golden bay singleton expecting that train station and that would be a real hub of activity as well rather than just catching the train there mm. can be certainly the government owns a lot of land in that area and we could see you know some real good development with employment as well in that area so mm. really fighting for that and um and just some of the the, the roads like the intersections like royal palm drive anstey out of secret yeah. harbour you know just trying to get some upgrades there just to make it safer for people to get that out. was yeah one of the questions i recently seen that was raised um was about the roads there was a concern about certain roundabouts and and so i think it all needs to be a little bit like uh. yeah it's a hard one like the more intersections you know with traffic lights you put in it slows down traffic mm. but but then you know there have been a lot of pretty bad accidents and with there. an increasing population unfortunately there is going to be a lot more traffic on the roads and unfortunately i think people need to either sort of plan now to leave home that a little bit earlier, right, whereas, yeah. and, you know... And probably have a bit more patience, you know, you don't have to take mm. that risk, yeah, for sure. It's quite sad. There's been a, um, an accident on the freeway this morning and I think oh, it's just it's just sad that, that people are in such a hurry now, you know. And I mean, this time of the year, everything is crazy. Everybody's in a hurry, but it's like, let's just get through the rest of the year, let's get 2020 out the back and hopefully 2021 will be a fantastic year for everybody. Yeah, for sure, Gabby, yeah. How are the Liberals preparing for the upcoming elections? Yeah, so it's just under three months to go. The election's on the 13th of March. And, you know, I've only been in the party relatively short time, but, you know, I met Lisa Harvey a couple of times and, you know, she's... Um, did a great work as a leader, but now we've got Zach Kirk up as the new leader. I'm really impressed with his, you know, his, his youth, but he's got, you know, a lot of uh, great ideas and enthusiasm. So I think the party's looking for, for really some different initiatives. And I think one that, that was announced the other day was about cleaner transport and innovative policies around that using electric cars, hydrogen um, vehicles and things. So the, I don't know if you've heard the vision, but it's about for a safer, smarter today for a bright better brighter tomorrow i think that's a good little slogan so yeah you know. absolutely so, um so i'll be focusing myself just getting out in the local community um listening to what your concerns are what your issues and and really trying to fight for you 
for this area. So yeah, I'm, I'm a local. I really, you know, I do serve on the Rockingham Council already and I'm involved with the community, but I really just want to step up mm. more and, and, and help to make this place better for you. That's that's what I was going to ask you. So you're on the Rockingham Council. I didn't want to talk too much about that today. I was rather just get to know you as a person. But what made you decide to take that leap from council member to possible seat for you know for Warmbra. Yeah, for sure so you know I worked in local government as well so, so I've been elected as a local councillor I know but they're limited to certain what they do and I see more and more some of the the powers are taken away from local government like even in planning decisions mm. you know a lot of the the major infrastructure the roads so I felt this Warnborough electorate was missing out like it's such a safe labour seat and I really just want people to say hey maybe if we're a marginal seat we'd get a lot more thrown from both parties so maybe yeah. just really think about your vote i mean you know some people are almost like born and vote the way their parents vote but have a think about yeah and, and if we became a marginal seat i think both sides of politics would pay a lot more attention and <laughs> i think it's going to be an interesting and interesting time coming up and i wish you all the best with it and i think that at the end of the day i i think your passion for your community is it will speak for itself and the fact that you've come in today and supported us, we just want to wish you all that best and, and we're really excited and we thank you for supporting Inspire Radio as well. No, thank you, Gabby. It's been a pleasure to come in <laughs> and it's great to see you guys. It's yeah, And, and what Inspire Radio do, it's really... Um, you know, I encourage you to come in and have a have a meet these guys. You know, have lots of volunteers, but to support them oh, as well. Just, we've just got a heap more that's just come in. Yeah. So we've just had about another tw- so twenty. It's, come it's in. great what you do because <laughs> I think it's uh, this whole thing about family. You know, about people. It might not be your own family, but but having that connectedness mm. in in your community it really helps your well being. And you know, and I think it's great for everyone. So absolutely, thank and thank you so much. All right, guys, we're going to go to a song, and we'll be back soon. Here is some West End Girls with Pet Shop Boys. For the community, Inspire Radio.